Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith. God speaks, and our life can depend upon it. God speaks, and our whole future can be influenced by whether we listen or whether we just ignore. Now, God will speak at very surprising times. He speaks in the common seasons of life. Reaching up high with arms open wide, we see you're changing our lives so we can be our hands and As Pastor Ed continues his teaching series on hearing the voice of God, he'll be encouraging us to take more and more time for listening to God's voice during times of prayer and all throughout the day. The Lord speaks in many different ways. He speaks through other Christians, through your pastor, and through the Word of God. God can speak to our hearts in a whisper, a still small voice, or He can shake us up through certain circumstances in our life to get our attention. The question is, are you listening to Him? Now here's Pastor Ed with today's edition of Building in Faith. Building in Faith. Today we're going to continue our study on hearing the voice of God. God speaks in surprising places, in surprising ways. At surprising times. Jacob, an Old Testament patriarch, is fleeing for his life after he betrayed his father and his brother, stole the blessing. Yet, yet, in all of these things, God is watching over Jacob. And in chapter 28, as he is fleeing the promised land, head on, sleeping out in some field out in the middle of nowhere, at least that's his perception of it, he says, after a dream where God spoke to him, when Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Now that event, that experience was pivotal in Jacob's life. He took it with him in his heart all through the journey. And he would go back and meet with God there. God spoke to him in an amazing way that changed everything about his life and about that journey. God speaks to us if we will listen. I was reading a book by Dallas Willard. Dallas Willard reflected on the very first funeral that he ever had. As a young pastor, he was pastoring a church and he made a pastoral call to a young family in 
There they had their only child, their first child, precious little girl, full of life and energy. But he noticed something a little different. The child delighted, as well as the parents, in that child's doing the opposite of what their parents asked that child to do, the little girl. She was cute. They would say, come here, honey, and she would go and run the other way. Sit down, and she would stand up. And she would just laugh, and they would laugh. They thought it was the funniest thing. He said, one day, the gate in their yard was accidentally left open, and the daughter darted out of the yard towards the street, and both of them cried out in fear, stop, stop. She turned around for a moment as she was between two parked cars ready to run out in the street, and she smiled and laughed. And she ran out into an oncoming car. There she was hurt terribly. They took her to the hospital, and there in the hospital, this little girl died. It was a tragic funeral with a deep sense of despair. And Dallas Willard thought how important it is to teach our children to listen and to obey their parents' voice. How important it is for all God's children to listen to his voice and simply obey. A well-known preacher of time past lifted very, very high in America the office of chaplain of the United States Senate. That was Peter Marshall. He was known for his powerful, anointed preaching and his close walk to God. One time in Britain, he was taking a shortcut And uh, he was going across the moors to a a deserted limestone quarry. It was dark at night. And as he was walking on this foggy night, he suddenly heard a voice, Peter! And he looked around and said, yes! Who is it? There was no response. And so he thought, I'm just hearing things. And and then again, he began walking. And suddenly again, a voice, Peter! And it startled him. Again, he said, yes. And he fell to his knees. He had fallen. And then he began to feel around in front of him. And he couldn't feel any ground. To the right, to the left, he was out on the edge of the quarry where if he would have taken another step, he would have fell to his death. That's a story of Peter Marshall, one of the great preachers of years past. God speaks, and our life can depend upon it. God speaks, and our whole future can be influenced by whether we listen or whether we just ignore.
Now, God will speak at very surprising times. He speaks in the common seasons of life. Life has all different types of seasons in it. And some are just absolutely very ordinary. They're common seasons. You're at home doing the dishes. Uh, you're simply going from home to work. You're maybe sitting in Barnes and Noble reading something. In the common seasons of life, God will speak. The story is told in the book of Exodus, the third chapter, about Moses. It says, there was an angel of the Lord appear to him in the flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I'll go over and see this strange sight. Why does the bush not burn up? When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Now you remember, 40 years earlier, Moses felt the call of God to be a deliverer, to deliver the Israelites out of the Egyptian bondage that they were in. They had been in there for hundreds of years, 400 long years, but he ran ahead of God and was doing it his way at his time. And, and now, after 40 years on the backside of the wilderness, God spoke to him. And it was just an ordinary day. In chapter 3, verse 1, you, you see the picture. God speaks through the ordinary. Moses was tending his flock, the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the desert, came to Horeb, the mountain of God. It was a place he would have passed many times over those 40 years. It was a place that was just common to him. It was a bush, just an ordinary bush. Uh, the place wasn't Jerusalem. It was the backside of the desert. It's amazing how God will speak in very ordinary places, in very ordinary circumstances. And if we listen, it could make a world of difference in our lives. You're at home just cleaning up, washing the dishes, or vacuuming the floor, or taking care of things. You're driving to work on going on Route 9, and, and suddenly there's a, a word from God. God will speak at very ordinary times. And those times will change you. Now, don't think, well, he only speaks to a certain category of people. No. Moses was uh, in the senior citizen club, 80 years old. Uh, Moses maybe felt his best days were behind, but with God, with God, he does amazing things. Who, for those who will simply listen, you may feel, I'm too young. Well, remember Samuel the prophet, just a young child in the, 
in the house of the Lord, hearing God's voice. So age, class, track record, discount all of those things because God is an amazing, amazing God. He will speak in in amazing ways. Can I share a personal experience with you? Last week was some week for us. We were scheduled to take a plane out of Stewart Airport, Delta Airlines. We like Delta Airlines very much. But they never notified us, at least the agent never notified us, that the flight had changed. Now, I was there early. I said, boy, I want to make sure I'm not late. The flight's going to leave around 5.30. I'm going to be there by quarter after four or a little after four. Myra was already there ahead of me. We were ready to go to Louisville for a conference that we were supposed to be at, and we were going to meet with some colleagues there as well. And there we're trying to sign in and get the ticket, and here the flight left at 1.30. So I said, well, I know Tim Harris, Pastor Tim Harris, he's leaving Newark. Maybe we could get there real quick. And so we made the arrangements. We made a flight arrangements to get there in Newark. And um, we, we got there about an hour early, but it was too late. And so we made arrangements for the next day. And the flight, again, was delayed. And then we just began to think, all right, Lord, what are you saying to us? And I came up. God's teaching us patience (laughs) because we got to the conference late, but it was really good that when we finally got there, but everything was rerouted for us. So instead of going, uh, coming back through Detroit from uh, to Stewart, we actually went down to Atlanta. And so we were walking down the corridor in Atlanta and I began to pray. I said, Lord, speak, speak, speak to me. Help me hear your voice. Well, I saw a woman coming towards me, and it reminded me of someone who shared a dream with me. This woman was coming toward me, and she had the thickest glasses imaginable. I mean, it was like Coke, you know, Coke bottles. And then I looked more carefully, and it was a seeing eye dog leading her. And so I simply prayed, Lord, open my eyes. I want to see what you're saying to me. And God spoke to me about a number of things right there in that airport. He reminded me it was 20 years previous that I was there for a conference of pastors in Atlanta with promise keepers. 40,000 pastors and spiritual leaders gathered together in 1996 for a time of repentance, for a time of committing themselves to break down the walls that separate races, that separate communities. And there I'm going through, back then I was with a mentor, friend of mine, Ed Miller, and an African-American pastor, Ed Cross, and we formed a friendship. So I was thinking of it, that happened 20 years ago. Then I was thinking about here at the church because that week, while we were at the conference, we had uh, Pastor Hunt here, and his church was at Kill using our facilities, having a wonderful luncheon. And I was thinking, God, God, we're building bridges. We're reaching out to churches. We're reaching out to communities. And here I was walking with an African-American scholar, Myra, 
And I was thinking about the project that we're doing to tear down walls, to better minister to people. And I was saying, wow. And then God began to speak to me about a whole bunch of things. God will say amazing things to us if we will simply listen and quiet our souls and say, open my ears, my eyes, and my heart to hear what you have to say. Sometimes it's a call to salvation. Some people have been on the fence and haven't yet committed their life to Christ. Often it's a call to go deeper in and further with our Lord. It can be a time where um, God's going to do something that maybe you dreamed about years ago and have forgotten over the years. I like what Elizabeth Barrett said. Earth crammed with heaven and every common bush of fire with God. But only he who sees takes off his shoes. Notice in the biblical text it says this, that God was watching Moses, and when Moses turned aside to look and to see, God spoke and said, you are on holy ground. God wants your attention. He wants you to turn aside and simply look and hear it's Hear his voice, and he, in that moment, will show you this is holy ground, even in the Atlanta airport. God speaks in very common places. God speaks about extraordinary things to us in times we wouldn't even imagine. Here in the biblical text, God is going to fulfill a promise that he spoke hundreds of years before to Abraham. Let me read verses 7 to 11 in Exodus chapter 3. The Lord said, I've indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because they're slave drivers, and I'm concerned about their suffering. So I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land flowing with milk and honey. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me. I've seen the way the Egyptians oppress them. So now go, I'm sending you to Pharaoh and bring the people of Israel out of Egypt. Now, remember Moses is going to argue the case. He's not a good speaker. He sees himself as his best years behind Don't argue with God. Don't argue with him. God can do extraordinary things if we will listen. That day, that moment, Moses' whole life was changed. Not only his life, but the life of the nation of Israel. It had a domino effect. When you listen to the voice of God and obey his voice, and you hear him deep in your soul and say, yes, yes, yes to your will and to your way. It changes everything about everything. There's this domino effect. The lives of your children, the lives of your spouse, the lives of your family, the lives of your friends are contingent so very often on your listening to the voice of God. So when you see those common days 
Prepare. Prepare to hear God's voice. God also speaks in those crisis moments where we feel like everything is closing in on us. In fact, I think in those crisis moments, he does his deepest works. King had died. He, had, he was a good king, but in a moment of disobedience, he crossed the line and suffered the judgment of God, and, and it shook the nation. This man, this good king named Josiah, had sent the prophet into a tailspin, and he went where we should go in a moment of crisis to the place of prayer, to the place of the altar. And the story is told in Isaiah 6.1, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. What happens in that moment? He meets with God and sees God in a new way. The Bible says this encounter with God is described. Above him was seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. Two, they covered their feet. With two, they were flying. They were calling to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. He suddenly saw the holiness of God in the moment of despair. The holiness of God and the greatness of God in the moment of weakness in the government. See, we sometimes see God as a grandfather who indulges his children and hands out blessings arbitrarily. We might see him as someone's very distant, not involved in, in our lives. But in this moment, Isaiah is going to see God in a new way. He's going to hear the angels talk about God's attribute of holiness. And you only find this when God's especially emphasizing something where three times, holy, holy, holy. Isaiah's favorite name for God becomes the Holy One of Israel. When, when you wind up seeing God for who he is, it changes you, changes you. We can simply go through life step by step, day by day, oblivious to heaven's realities. And earth seems so, well, so powerful and so important to us, not realizing that there's a heaven and there's an eternity and there's an almighty God. And suddenly Isaiah is going to recognize the Holy One of Israel. It changes your life when you experience the presence of God. It changes you. When you have that encounter with God, you change on the inside. And that's what happened with him. Watch his response. He says, woe to me. He has an encounter with himself. I cried, I'm ruined. I'm a man of unclean lips. I live among a people of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. What happens is we generally go through life comparing ourselves with ourselves. We generally go through life dull of spirit, and when we see God, suddenly we have self-revelation. 
Can you hear His voice? Stop and ask yourself that simple question. When was the last time I spent time alone with God and simply listened for His still, small voice? If you're like most people, the hustle and bustle of life gets in the way of taking time to hear from God. We hope today's broadcast was a helpful reprieve from the busyness of life. It's our prayer that you did hear God's voice as Pastor Ed taught through the Scriptures today. You've been listening to Building in Faith, the radio ministry of Dr. Edward Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. Now, we want to encourage you to log on to buildinginfaithradio.com to spend some time getting to know us and to stay current with what's being broadcasted here on Building in Faith. At the website, you'll find today's message for you to listen to again, download, or even post to your Facebook page to share with your family and friends. Again, that's all available when you log on to buildinginfaithradio.com. Or if you'd like, you can always give us a call. Our phone number is 845-462-5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. In the next edition of Building in Faith, Pastor Ed will continue teaching through his series entitled, Can You Hear His Voice? So be sure to join us. Until then, may God richly bless you. Your word restores.